Shalom Racha, good morning. Here we are now, the week of Purim. So let's turn to the Megillah of Purim, to Megillah's Esther. And let's head to the very end of the Megillah. Uh, pen, of course, called Megillah's Esther. Pen Chazal. Tell us Mordechai and Esther. Let's take a look at the very end of the Megillah. After all, the Gemara tells us in Brochus here, Beisam and Aleph, that a Koholech Achrachisim, Zilbasar Chasima. Uh, so we get to the end of the Megillah, and what do we read? Uh, so we get to the end of the Megillah, and what do we read? We're in the last chapter. A uh, parakir consisting of all of three psukim. And how do we close Megillah? He places levies attacks on the land and in all the islands. This is what he does. He plays levies attacks. Uh, what's this doing at the end of the Megillah? We're at the end of the story, we just saw clearly Yan Hashem, coming out of the Hester, Megillus Esther, the Giloi of the Hester. And yet, what? The Megillus teaching us a Hashverish after witnessing the miracles, how the Jewish God came to the defense of his beloved church nation. What does he do? He goes by right back to it's a regular work week, it's a regular day. He goes right back to business, heading back into the office. Change one iota, okay? Achashverosh is done with. That's it. Doesn't change. Becomes the same old person that he was. And then we read on to Pesach Beis. V'chomasi takvul gavrosa parshas gedulas Mordechai. Asher gidlo hamelach. And of course, hamelach hakadosh baruch hu. Look at the galus Mordechai. Amayudik. He's the viceroy. He's the mishnah hamelach, second in command. Aloing suvam alsefer divrei yom lemachay money upon us. Aloing with Abister did. Not only were we rescued. Not only were saved. Not only was Haman hanging together with his children. Asers for the Haman toloites. But what? Everything is great. Okay, one posik to go, and that's it. And then we're finished, and then we can close the book. Last posik on the Megillah. It all comes down to the end. So far, so good. Mishnah, he's Gavaldic. And we have not just Gedulos, Mordechai, Shigilo, Amelach, not just was it written down, but we know what? He's Mordechai, Ha Yehudi, with the Hey Yedia. I, and that prominence is giving covet to not only Akkadish Ruchu, it's giving covet to Klai Israel. He is the Mishnah Lamelach, the Mishnah Lamachach Hashirsh, and he's the Godola Yehudim. Everybody loves him. Verotsi, Lord of Echov, everything was Great, and then we get to these three words, and Rashi cites the well known Gemara Megillah, and of the first parak, what's Rotsi Lerovechov? He's Rotsi Lerovechov. As he has some translated, the multitudes of his brethren, but right, Chazal, what's Rotsi Lerovechov? Mamisha Pliatsuma, Begodola Yudim Rotsi Lerovechov. Hadarshin Chazal Lerovech of Alolakolach of Rov Dahainu the majority. He was Marutza. Ah, he was loved, and everybody was appeased by Mordechai. But what? Only the majority. Alolakolach Malamei Shapir Shimimena Mikdash Sanhedrin. 
And at the end of the day, some of the members of the Sanhedrin, they separated from him. Uh, why? Because in the end of the day, yes, you saved the Jewish people. Yes, you were the clean, the vehicle through which the whole Yeshua came out, came about. You and Esther, I'm by your side. But in the end of the day, yeah, he was bottled from Talmud Tyro. At the end of the day, he was one of the illustrious members of the Sanhedrin. But look at how much Tyro learning time he lost. And we can think about, parenthetically, the famous Arizal Sefer Kegulim. That it makes sense that they would mourn him and criticize Mordechai for the Bittu Torah. Why? Because Mordechai, the Arizal writes, was the Gilgal of Yaakov Avinu. Yaakov defined first and foremost as the Yaakov Ishtam Yoshev Olim. Yaakov is the quintessential, the paradigmatic Masmid to be the Gilgal, the reincarnate of such a Masmid. And even on a Dak Shabbatakis level, any little deficiency, any minor Chisarin, when it comes to Talmud Torah, and that's your Etzim and Sias, how we can understand why there was particular mourning and why there was Criticism issued directed against Mordechai, the Gilgal of Yaakov, the Yom Torah. He was Mavato Torah. I frag the Taz. Ask the Taz. And Yoradeya and Simon Ration and Aleph and Sivkot and Vav. What do you want for Mordechai? At the end of the day, which is, he was Mavato Torah. He saved the Jewish people. What type of title is this? Akasha, the Taz asked the Sam Sefer also. And Rosh Hashanah, Kupchad, he gave Rosh Sam Sefer. Sam Sefer was also bothered. And Pikot and Foshis is Daicha. Every mitzvah, Kol Mitzvah. But going to is going to push it off, and this is clearly uh, it wasn't This is You need a Mordechai. The same way he turns to Esther and says. Hashem put you in this matzah for a reason. Sylvester's in the, in the, and her relative, uh, Mordechai is in the matzah for a reason. Savada, this is what he had to do, right? You're right, he had to do it. Uh, but if the Abishur picked him to be the clee, to be the conduit, the vessel through which the Yeshua would come about, and the Yeshua would only come about on the heels of having to close the Gemara and having to be Mavato Tyra, clearly then the Abishur was not the Mashiv Mordechai's Tyra so much, as much that it would be Kedai to make sure I get somebody else to do it. If Mordechai Lemaisa, who is the one selected, handpicked by a Kodesh Murchu, to be the one to bring about the Yeshua together with Esther Hamanka, through them the Yeshua, the Gula would come about. It must be that there was some chison, writes there, some cipher, in the Torah of Mordechai. Okay, I got through ten chapters. Ten chapters of Megillah says, the Gavaldi Yom Apurim, Yom Kippur, the Gro, the Arizal, the Kunizor, is only Yom Kippurim. And I get to the Megillah, everything is defined. The Mesech does not call Meseches Purim, it's called Meseches Megillah. And the Ramam, based on that, he doesn't call it Zalachas, Hilchas Purim, as you know, Hilchas Chanukah. They call it Hilchas Megillah. I get to the end of Megillah. This is what it's all about. And what's the final parting message? The final parting message is that Mordechai, who saves God's clients all and brings about this Mayudik of Yeshua, at the end of the day, he's only one throat saying, he's about to matodor. Yes, I need to know the lesson. And without getting into the sick in the beginning, Megillah, not Gilom and Beis, I'm out time of Torah, Megillah, Sester, Vachulay. And the end of the day, I'm walking away with a lesson that with all the godless, with all these, Siyatu Nishmaya, and the Shkocha that was clearly at play, assisting Mordechai every single step of the way, we walk away from the Megillah, he is Rotsay, the Rovachav, Velola Kolachav, and that's everybody. That's how we leave a Mordechai. That's how we leave a Mordechai. This is Mordechai. This is, he's Meiradachia, Mordechai Menatur Minayin, Chulun Kaflamatasa, and Beis, Mardoror, Umetar Gamina, and the Targum is Meiradachia. 
Yeridachia, the great smelling spice. He is called Megillah Yenam and Beis. He is Mardor. He is Rosh Lebesamim, and the Besamim that comprise the Shemun Amishcha. And Pasuk says he is the one. He is Rosh Lebesamim. Asa, he is Rosh. He smells great. He's Bosem. This is a Yotavav Chayim and Shlubsume. He is Bosem through and through. And what? And not everybody loved him. Not everybody smelled that great smelling fragrance. And the end of the day, many members of the Sanhedrin were not happy with the Mordechai. So I need to know that. I need to know that. Yes, but that has to be my parting message. That's That's how I leave the Megillah. Perhaps our bites ideas as follows. Now let's head to Megillah Tesayin with Basil. Let's go to the top of that Amud. It's towards the bottom of Tesayin with Basil. Let's look up a little bit to Tesayin with Basil on the top. And then we have the famous episode of Yosef meeting up with his brother Benjamin after a 22-year hiatus. Uh, they finally get to see each other. Ah, the brothers that represented tremendous brotherly love. Uh, Benjamin has 10 sons. He names all 10 after storylines pertaining to his dear and beloved brother Yosef. So what happens when they meet? What happens? Yosef falls on the necks of Benjamin. How many necks did Benjamin have? So why was he crying? I what's the next? We know that the Habesamikdosh is even metaphorically likened to the neck of the Tzavar, the Chibor of head and the rest of the body, in a sense, figuratively speaking. The Chibor, the attachment that links the Ruchnius with the Gashmius, Olam Haba with Olam Hazed, the Oleonim Tartainim. That's the Makam Mikdosh, that which bridges the gap between Olam Haba and Olam Hazed. Besamikdosh like it both built in the Chelek of Binyamin, Yehuda and Binyamin, of course. Hamela, that's why Yosef is crying. I, why was Binyamin crying? Continues the Gemara, Binyamin Bochat Savarov. He was crying on the neck of Yosef. Why was Benjamin crying? Benjamin was crying because Mishkan Shiloh, built in the Chalik of Yosef Atzadik Shiloh, was going to be destroyed. Asks the Marit Shchias or Tzvihir Shchias in the Shchidus in the back of the Gemara, and he echoes the question in the Shal Shachivus as well in Chalik Aleph Simon Zayin. Now listen to the Marit Shchias. Metzchia says, I don't understand. What in the world is Benjamin crying for? We have to build a base of Mikdash. The Mishkan was never meant to be permanent. He says, What do you want, Benjamin? You see that it's a city of Kharif. It's only because we're going to build a base of Mikdash in your Chalek. So, what in the world is he crying for? He says, I don't understand. Uh, that's Mishkan Shiloh, at the end of the again, it wasn't even destroyed, it was really dismantled. I, the famous Forno in Veschon, in the end of the day, he says the Tachlis was to get to a base of Mikdash. If the Tachlis was a base of Mikdash, why in the world is he crying? This is the way it's supposed to be. We're supposed to dismantle a Mishkan and rebuild a base of Mikdash in Yerushalayim HaKadosh. What's Binyamin crying for? Perhaps this one's going on over here. You know what the Galus of Binyamin is? There are four people that never sinned their whole lives. Gamar and Shabbosun and Hayim and Beis. Adal and Meisav Four people never sinned. And we have Amram the father of Moshe, how uh, we have 
Binyamin ben Yaakov. Binyamin ben Yaakov is the first Amram Avi Moshe. And we have Yishai Avi David and Kilav ben David. Four people that never sinned. Einri Kivager on the side. Gerner Shas brings his own bracelet that talks about Levi Yoshua. But our Gemara Shas Bavli, 55b. What do we have? Four people that never sinned the whole lives. Who's the first person? The first person in the history of the world who went his whole life without ever sinning. One eight Sadik. Abinyamin Hat Sadik. The first person of Baisai who never sinned his whole life. Hain bin Adam no Makam. Hain the middle of the Chavero is Binyamin Ben Yaakov. Binyamin never sinned. Now, what do we know about the brothers of Yosef? Gavaldi gets Hadikim to Nechama, Shiftei called the Shiftei Israel. We all emanate from them. But what was the one Pegia? Chait and Mechiras Yosef. Adahayna what? Not necessarily Pegia, made on the Lamakum, but I, but in Benam the Chavero. I was a Shtikol Pegia, made on the Chavero, on their unbelievable, unfathomable, inconceivable Madriga, on Adakshim Adakasel. But we see we're still suffering from it today. They're being a Machai, Ramosha, that he never said Machalach, whatever, in the end of the day. I'll be Shtikol Pegia. But Binyam, Binyam, what? He wasn't there, he wasn't there, he wasn't involved in Chimichirus Yosef. And not only that, he loved his brother Yosef so much as we mentioned, he named 10 sons after Yosef. Uh, so Binyomin never since his whole life, not only Benadom the Mokom, even Benadom the Chavera. Now, who are the protagonists of the hero story? Mordechai is Yemini, in the end of the day, and I in the Maral and Azarichas and Orchandosh. Uh, we know that ain't Asim Nofel There's no one for Yosef, it's going to be from Binyomin. The heroes who came to save the day. We have Mordechai and we have Esther. And uh, we've mentioned this, you saw it in the past, uh, the Moiradika insight by Rav Zalman Sarotskin in his Chut Shalchesed commentary in Megillus Esther. And Rav Zalman Sarotskin writes, what's the greatest miracle of the Purim story? Uh, the greatest miracle, yes, there were many, uh, many miracles. He says, you know what the greatest miracle was? If there's one piece of information that the mighty ruler, the monarch Achashverosh wanted to know, you can have the KGB, you can have the Secret Service, the CIA, and he's got them all out. I'm sure he was offering a hundred thousand million awards. Can anybody tell me anything about Esther? All he wanted to know. The guy's got everything in the world at his disposal. As many wives as he want. All the money in the world. He's got the advisors. He's got the palace. He's got the kingdom. And all Achashosh wants to know is one little tidbit of information. Who can tell me Esther, my wife's origins? Who can tell me her background? And all the Jews knew it. All the Jews knew it well, right? Says Amon Saratskin. Ah, you know what the other kind of the Purim story was? Nobody revealed a thing. With all the bribes and all the ways and all the threats. Can you imagine whatever he had at his disposal to try and get the Jews to disclose her true identity, her origins, her background? And nobody said a word and no one shared, no one disclosed any information. What an amazing miracle that was. The secrets of the Purim story. After all, and it's a plenty throughout all the Mephorshe HaMikro, how what brought about the destruction of Amalek, when can Amalek get us? Amalek gets us, right? The, writes the Kliyaka, writes the Chida, mix around the pay and the ration, what do you get? And you get Peridim, when we're in Amafuzim, before being Amamagilu, you get them on base, Robert tells us, no one ever said Lashon Abisha, no one ever said Lashon Hara, like coming the worst Lashon in the history of the world, is that which Haman said, which was what? Amafuzim, before being Amam, Kleisos dispersed, they're scattered. Where can Amalek they get us when we're in Amafuzu and Mafur bin Amen, and that's when they get us. Where? Berefidim, Pridim. When we're Nifrod, we're separated, scattered, distanced from one another when we don't have Achtas. What's the Tikkun? Esther knows that. She says, Leich, Kenosis, Kolahudim, gather everybody together. Rabbi say it's all throughout the Megillah, Brosim, Yachat, Achilas, Mordechai. 
We became a Kahilu. We became a Kal. Is the Babam right? I know Ada. We became a Kal. Everybody together on the same level. Nikalu. We have a Kibal Hayyudim. We have later on a Perktes Mosachavzayin. Kimu Vikiblu and the Kiblu, the Kriyas Kiblu, Loshin Rabbim. The Ksivis Kibal writes to Maral and so many others. Loshin Yochin. Why? That's the Bechin of the Echo of Ayichon Shom Yisro Neger Harkish Echab Levechon. Lech Kenosis Kola Yehudim. Brosim Yachat Achilas Mordechai. Kimu Vikiblu. Kimu Vikibel. Kibel is an Am Echon. Anik Halu Ayudim. We all got together as one. It's all about the Yachtas and that's how we got to the victory. So in the end of the day, it's all about the Yachtas. And who's going to bring about the Yachtas? You know who's going to bring it about? <coughs> it's got to be someone from B'nai Rachel. The same way Rachel is most in efforts to give everything up for a sister, Leah, who's going to bring about the downfall of Esau? Now, if Esau and Eliphaz and the Koch of Amalek is about, Haman is about separating us, is about scattering us, and then who's going to bring us together? Dafka, the bottom of Rachel, Yosef, Loshan Asifa, as no one here from Yosef writes, tomorrow it's going to be Binyamin. Binyamin, it's going to be about the Achtas. Binyamin, our Rabbi Sai never sinned, wasn't involved in Chaim Achiris Yosef. They're going to gather everybody together, and you bet, Brosim, Yachat, Achilas, Mordechai, Esther, Lech, Kenos, Gather, get everybody together as one. Kimo Vakimbo, it's going to be Klai's all together as one. Amel, it's all about the Yachtas. So now let's go back and let's reread that last Pasuk. The end of the whole Megillah. Koholach Achrachisim, Azil Bosor Chasima. Mordechai Yehudi, and he's Mishal Amal He's on top of the world. He's on top of the world, and what? And Mitzan Echad on top of the world. Mitzan Sheni Vrotzi And we know that politics, we know that fame and prestige sometimes distances a person and doesn't make him interested in all the uh, daily goings on. What's going on with them? On with the general population. Number two, he's Rotzi Lerovechav. He said, "Aye, that's how we live." the Megillah. They weren't happy with him. Rabbi said, can you imagine? And you were a member of the Sanhedrin, and now you're somewhat demoted by some of your peers. Because of the mental tire that was caused, even though you saved God's Klai Yisrael. And he's what? Ah, he's the political, he's Mishlam HaChashos. And you know what? Rabbi said, I held it back from you, but you know where I'm going with this. is not the last line, the last phrase of the Megillah. The last line of the Megillah is what? You know what the Galus of Binyamin was? Let's try and answer the Maritzchias is Kasha. And you know what the Galus of Binyamin Bochatz are? Frank, the Maritzchias, Sarachi, and Gona. What are you crying for? And that is the Ratzanatari. That's not supposed to be a Mishkan. It's supposed to be dismantled, and then we rebuild the Bayes Kabobi You know why Binyamin's crying? He's not crying because the Mishkan's going to be Lichstam Lichore. He's crying because I feel bad for my brother Yosef that he had this of the Mishkan being built in his in his Mako, in his place, and he's going to lose an opportunity even though Binyamin's gaining the opportunity. Can you believe it? Do you know what it means? Brotherly love. Even though Binyamin was going to get the Besamikdash built in his Chilek. He is Bochat Tzavrei Al Tzavarov. He's crying on the neck of Yosef. Why? Because he saw the Mishkan Shila would be built in Mechel Kosha Yosef and then it's going to be Sovle Charev. So what's he crying for? He's not crying bats in the Fiyan. He has that we're going to do Destroy, we're going to lose a Mishkan. He's crying out, Savarov, that Yosef's going to lose the Mishkan. I love my brother so much. I, more can you imagine when Yaman says, Well, because it's not about me. He has 10 sons. What would you name your 10 sons? Things that have to do with you, with your life. You know what? He names them. It's all about my brother's life. When Yaman lived for his brother, lived for his sibling. 
Binyamin puts it all on the line for his sibling. He's crying. Why is he crying? Yes, if you understand. Number one is going to be destroyed. Number two is going to be destroyed. Ah, the Mishkan, it's not even going to be destroyed. It's going to be dismantled. And that was the Kavonis HaTayrus. He's not crying over the Atzim Churban of the Mishkan. He's crying out Safarov on the neck of Yosef. Yosef, I love you so much. I feel bad for you. I'm crying for you. That you had the schus of the Mini of the Quasi Besamikdash, the Mishkan. You're going to have the Mishkan in your Chalik, and then you're going to lose the Mishkan from your Chalik. Even though it's going over to my Chalik, it's not about me, it's about you. I'm crying for your pain. That's a year. That's a year putting it all on the line. Rabbi say, you know, the Godless of Megillah Sesson and the Godless of Mordechai, even though he became Mishnah and you might think he doesn't care about the Hamonam anymore. He's not interested in the population. He's number two. He's got to worry about the big things, the big politics, the macro level. He's not interested in the micro every single person, and he's Rotzler of Echavah, the Sanhedrin. He's only the Rabbah of Elokachav. Do you know how we walk away? How do we depart Megillah Stash? Do you know the last line, the last phrase from the last Pasik in the Megillah? Doresh Tovli Amova, Dover Sholom Lechol Zaro, not Lerov Zaro. He says, What? That's not about me. Uh, he doesn't care about Gedulah Smorchai. He doesn't care about Mishnah What does he do? He spends his days, Yom of being Doresh Tovli Amo. All I want is the best for my nation. It's my nation. It's my people. I'm not separated from them. I want the best for Klai Yisrael. Vidor Sholem, and what am I doing? I'm concerned for the welfare. And I'm speaking words of Sholem, the Cholzaro, for all the Zara of Klai Yisrael. Even my peers, the Cholzaro, not the Rov. Everybody, even those who don't like me as much. Or if they like me, they demoted me. They're not demoting me as much. And you know what? It doesn't stop when I own. I'm still going to be Dover Sholem, the Cholzaro. That's the clincher, the Makim Apatish. Asim is Gamatra 376. Gamatra Shalom, why? Because he's the antithesis. Of Shalom. Asaph wants you to be a Mephuzimaphurid. He wants to get you a Molek and Asaph the Predim. And what's the Tikkun Shalom? Zeluma Zeasolukim Koala Zayin Yadalid. Asaph is about breaking Shalom. Yaakov is about building Shalom. Yaakov is about base Yaakov the Aish. Aish is what? Writes the Shlo Ava and Shalom. Here we are at the end of the Megillah. And he got Mordechai who's elevated to the number one power underneath the Melech. And sometimes that person might be aloof, not as concerned with his people anymore, and they might get to his head. Amorachai, it doesn't get to his head. I Rachelor he might not care about everybody, he was just demoted in the Sanhedrin. And what do we leave? What's the story of Esther? The same way the story was, Kenosis Kolihudim. Brosem Yachet Chilas Murchai, Nick Halloween was a Kehila. We're all the same, we're all in this together. Kimil, Kimu Vikibel, Hayahudim, it's all in it together, we're all on Am Echad. He spends his days to the end of his days doing what? That's the teak and the way to perpetuate the downfall of Esau to be Dover Sholom. Gematria Esau, Gematria 376, he's Dover Sholom Now the robe to everybody, because what does he care about? Not him, not his godless, not his demoted status. All he cares about is being Doresh Tov Lechozaro. That's an Imorcha Yishimini. That's the Koach of the Binyamin. It's not about me. It's not about the my godless and Mordechai is an echo of his earlier predecessor Binyamin outside of Binyamin. 
It wasn't about the base of Mikdash and his chalik and his covenant, his godless. It was all the while about crying because Yosef is going to lose that covenant from his chalik. Mordechai says, Lo chbatli. It's not about the my covenant. It's not about me being the Mishnah Melch. It's not about me being uh, demoted and only wrote to the Rovachah. I'm going to spend my days. I'm here to work for you, Klal. I'm here to love you and to seek and perpetuate Sholom. That's how we destroyed Amalek right here. And that's how we're going to continue to do it. Adover Sholom Lechol to one and all. Everybody equally to Chol Zaro. Rabbi Sai Sholom, Sholom, Sholom. That's the way to do away with an ace of an Amalek. And that's the final departing message of the Megillah, of the centerpiece of what Purim is all about. Have a great day and a great weekend.